Good morning, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mornings with Monette. Not sure how you got here, but I'm glad you're here. I'm Monette, and I've been doing a podcast for a few years now, and I've recently started a series on marriage. And this episode could be a standalone episode, but I highly suggest you go back and listen to the previous four episodes I've put out. I share with you in those episodes how I feel God is calling me to talk about marriage. Again, I'm a Bible-believing Christian, and I feel your marriage is under attack. Or I also feel if you're not married, you probably have an illusion about what marriage really is. I mean, I did. But anyway, as I've been sharing, I've been married 30 plus years, and it's been a roller coaster ride. I've wanted to throw in the towel so many times. Marriage has been one of the most rewarding and also one of the most challenging and difficult things I have ever experienced in my lifetime. So what I'm sharing with you in these episodes and the series I'm doing is the truths. They're the truths I've discovered, I've read, I've studied the Bible, I've read so many marriage books, gone to marriage conferences, had marriage counseling, and these are just what I've discovered along the way. And so I'm wanting to save you some time and effort. I'm wanting to do in these episodes, what I'm wanting to do is have you hear some of these things, use some of these things, test me, see if I know what I'm talking about. So in this episode, I want to go back to my original question when I first started this series. Why did you get married? Or if you're not married and you're a listener that hasn't gotten married yet, why do you want to get married? The answer to this question is significant. Okay, I'm a big journal person for two reasons. Um, Writing in a journal. Getting your thoughts on paper is so different than leaving those thoughts in your head. Writing brings clarity. And I also know the value of journaling because when you go back and you read and you realize how much progress you've made and how far you've come, you see, or one other thing that you might see in your journaling is you see these glaring patterns that you have that really need to be addressed. Okay, so I'm a believer, big believer in journaling. So right now, I want you to do this exercise. Write down the reasons you got married. Everything from, I fell in love with him, to, I wanted to be married and have children, to, I wanted a partner to do life with, or, um, because everyone my age was getting married, I found that person and I got married, or, I loved my parents' marriage and I wanted that for myself, or, I hated my parents' marriage and didn't want that and I just felt like I could do it better. We all have so many different reasons that we decide to get married. So as you're journaling, this is all for you. I shared in a previous episode that I do believe God gives us the desire to be married. Okay, so now that you've written your whys, let's look at that list and check how it's going. How many of those reasons, now that you think back, you think, oh, I was pretty dumb in your original ideas of getting married. I mean, I have some of those feelings. I was naive. I didn't really understand what marriage was going to be. Or maybe you liked the reasons you got married 
and you're right on that path and you're feeling pretty good about it. All right, but this is what I want you to do at this stage. I want you to take a step back and I want you to look if you see and see if you have this thread running through all those reasons. Because have you heard of the concept beginning with the end in mind? Well, I believe probably most of us, we weren't well equipped when we started this journey of marriage. But now I want you to access your marriage right now. I want you to, on a scale of 1 to 10, how's it going? 1 being terrible, 10 being okay, I mean, sorry, 5 being okay, and 10 being great. Because all progress starts by telling the truth. I believe marriage is one of the biggest decisions we make in our life outside of becoming a believer and accepting Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. That's our biggest decision. Then marriage, I think, is our second biggest decision. Marriage is about spending our life with an imperfect, sinful person as they have made the same decision committing to you to spend their life with you, an imperfect, sinful person. And as I've gone into detail in the last couple of episodes, how God is our creator and he created marriage, it's his idea. Now, this is the next question I want you to answer in your journal. Right now, if you could describe what you envision for your marriage to look like and you could create the perfect marriage for you, I want you to have fun with this. Write down all the things you can come up with. Now, I want you to look at what you wrote down. I bet the underlying theme of what you just wrote down, it's not going to be about money. It's not going to be about getting more stuff. I bet your underlying desire is love, connection, and time. Can you see this? Can you feel this? Can you see that running through this thread of what you just wrote down? If you had the perfect marriage, it's that perfect harmony, that perfect union with that person you married. I feel God has designed us this way. He made us for relationship. When he created man in his image to have dominion over the earth and everything in it, he created man to have a relationship with him originally. Then he created the woman from Adam's rib to have co-dominion over the earth. He created Adam and Eve to desire each other for love and connection. I mean, this is God's idea. So when I ask you to dream and imagine your desired life with your spouse, it's because that's God's idea. He gave us free will, a thinking brain, and the ability to imagine and dream. What we all allow to do to happen in marriage is all the obstacles, the problems, the frustrations, those become the focus, the problems, the obstacles. When really, those are just symptoms to the problem. Because the problem is, I pretty much guarantee you, if you're having problems in your marriage, it's because all those areas have grown greater than the reason you wanted to be married and your ultimate goal for being married. You've lost focus of the main thing. Having a great, incredible marriage with the partner of your dreams, this person that you decided to commit your life to. Marriage is God's gift to us. The problem is we get caught up in this world, what the world tells us that marriage will bring us, 
that it'll bring us more happiness, more money, more stuff. And we start getting our significance from how popular we are on social media or all these other areas. So we go outside of our marriage to try to be significant. And then we come back into our marriage and we believe if we can just change our spouse, we would be happy. All these are just lies. And we buy these lies that happiness will come from our girlfriends and not from our spouse. We get in the mindset of, I'll be happy when, and you create some fantasy. And when you reach that place, then you'll be happy. So you kind of live in the gap to this ideal. What I'm wanting you to do is look at your marriage differently right now. I shared in the last episode that I believe Satan is the father of all lies. I believe if he can distract us enough and we quit valuing our marriage, he gets his foothold. I mean, how many of you right now, if you look at your marriage, is your spouse and your marriage your number one priority? I mean, outside of your relationship with God, of course, is your spouse your number one priority? I mean, be honest right now. Is Where are you getting your significance? What's most important to you? Is it your job? Is it your kids? Your women friends? Are you getting obsessed with exercise? Is your addiction consumption to social media? Whatever it is. I mean, it could be even a good thing like volunteering. Are you obsessing with volunteering? And you're not, your marriage isn't important. I mean, it's okay, but it's not the most important thing. The reason I can name all these things that I just shared with you is because I've been guilty of most of these things. So I'm going to go off on a quick side story here. So we were probably, my husband and I were probably married less than 10 years and I was a stay home mom, but I had businesses that I would start and I was a part of an MLM and I had built a very large organization. Okay. We're talking the first 10 years of my marriage and my goals for this business were huge and I was pretty driven and I was pretty successful at it too. So one of the people I had recruited wanted to have this big meeting and invite all these people. I was thrilled. We set it up. I was so caught up in the moment. I didn't realize we had set it up on my anniversary. How awful was that? My husband was pretty disappointed. Again, again, at this time, I was so caught up in getting my significance from my business. I was blinded by how selfish this really was. Okay, so the rest of the story... She thought she would get about 40 or 50 people in this room, right? We had the meeting on my anniversary. Two people showed up that night. It was a complete bust. This was one of the many wake-up calls I've had in my marriage. What a, what a nightmare. My husband and I got through that time, but it still hurts my heart when I revisit that decision. He wasn't my priority. My worth was coming from my business at the time. And again, a reason I tell you this is because I've made all the mistakes. I've allowed Satan to creep in with his lies. And when I say we have to protect our marriage, we do. The world is enticing. If you want a strong, passionate, thriving marriage, we have to want one. We have to value that idea. It has to be our priority, and we have to guard our hearts and our minds. We have to make this relationship, this gift called marriage, outside of 
our number one priority be in our relationship with God, this has to be our number one priority above everything else. This may sound harsh, but do a self-assessment. Is your love for your spouse your highest priority? So when I make this statement, beginning with the end in mind, a term used all the time in business, if you don't value your marriage and you take it for granted, you will get just that, an okay marriage. And I'm wanting to help you wake up. I've seen it happen too many times with too many of my friends where they ignored the warning signs and Satan got his foothold and their marriage ended in divorce. I've reached that place in my marriage where it was dead. We get distracted. We start holding on to anger and we ignore the warning signs. We settle. Again, this is why I'm so passionate about the topic of marriage. I truly feel marriage is too hard not to be good at it. We get good at what we practice. Where our focus goes, our attention flows. So again, I bring up the question, what do you really want? Do you want a strong, passionate, thriving marriage? Are you willing to commit to that idea? I believe that's what God wants for you, as I believe that's what God wants for me. I want you to pray about this. Pray for God to show you those areas in your heart where you have unforgiveness, resentment, apathy. Maybe it's comparing your marriage to other people's marriage. I truly believe that within the boundaries of marriage, God has created a unique and special space for you and me where God can grow us, change us, teach us, and he's doing the same thing for our spouse. I mean, it's a lifelong progress process. Sorry, it's a lifelong process. I hope you're doing the exercise of journaling and writing the answers to these questions. A verse that's coming to my mind right now is Isaiah 40, 31 out of the NIV. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. Weary. They will walk and not be faint. This verse is a, messaging, a message encouraging believers to place their trust and hope in the Lord. It uses the eagles to symbolize the renewal of strength and endurance that comes from a deep and abiding faith in God. So just as the eagles are known for their ability to soar great heights, those who put their hope in the Lord are promised the strength to overcome challenges and not grow weary in their journey. Use that verse this week. We can overcome those challenges we have in our marriage and come out on the other side. Okay, shared a lot again. I'm going to start winding down on this episode. So in summary, what do you want for your marriage? Where are you getting your advice? What are your priorities? I believe with all my heart, God wants to give you a beautiful marriage with this imperfect, sinful spouse he has given you. Do the journal, journaling. Write down these scriptures. Test me and everything I'm sharing with you. Do your research. Commit to stay with me through this series. Share my episode, these episodes with your friends. Go in and follow so you don't miss an episode. They come out each and every week. Each is about 15 minutes long. Ponder what I've shared. Above all, pray about what I have talked to you about today. You are where you are, experiencing what you're experiencing, and God knows. We need to trust the one, the one who created marriage. God is where we should be getting our worth and significance. 
everything else is counterfeit. God loves marriage. He created it. All right. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of Mornings with Monette. I know it's a little sloppy. Anyway, I can't wait to see you in next week's episode as we continue this series on marriage. Get out that journal. Have you tried this yet? Monette.